What's that smell? Hey guys, welcome back to the Sponge Theory Podcast. I have got some guests for you today. And their names are Biff, Zot, and Pat. Anyway, introduce yourselves, guys. I'm Pat, a.k.a. Tyler Roberts. And I'm very happy to be here this evening. I'm Biff, or Willard Roger Benyon. Um, yeah, I'm stoked to be here. I also just want to give a quick shout-out to Jonah and Carter. I know they're not here. Um, I love them. I miss them. want you guys to know we miss you. We love you. Carter, one heck of an insta today, man. Appreciate it. Black Keys, man. <laughs> My name is Zot. I go by many names. Uh, some people call me Doc. Some people call me Nate. But my real name is Landon Leishman. And that is me. So, for some context, these are my friends up at Utah State. I actually met Landon on the mission, which was craziness. Yeah. And then he showed up at our party one day and he said, How do I know you? I totally know you. And the friendship has flourished from there. And so, I wanted to have them on the pod today because they have been friends for how long? Since how age? I've known Will since... 18 years, I think. Yeah, I think 18 years. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. So, we have got an awesome episode for you guys today. We're going to talk about how these goobers have been friends for so long, since they were mere children. And then we're going to talk about kickstarting your dreams, and then we're going to talk about their epic company that they own called Sniffs. Yeah. It is pretty epic. It's epic. Okay, so tell me how all of you met when you were children. Tell me the story. I want to um, know. You I, can, I can start. So I moved <laughs> um, across the street from Will when I was super little. And then our first memory, which you'll like this, Lexi, is um, our mom's like set up a play date. And I went over and I played, on his original Xbox, I played this Cars game. Yo! And it was sweet. Cars. And so, Will and I have been best friends ever since then. And then, I always love telling the story, but Tyler and I, <laughs> we met in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and we both had... What class? We didn't actually go to school together. <laughs> wait, what? It was a little different than school. Yeah, it was a little different wait. than school. So oh, wait. okay. I... All I remember is we both had a crush on the same girl. Classic. And that's how we bonded. <laughs> Did it cause problems? No. no. It caused friendship. She's, yeah, she's still a baddie today. Too. <laughs> <laughs> she's still good looking. Does she know? I don't think she does. We haven't talked to her in forever. Yeah, it's been years. She's off the grid. Off the anyway, <laughs> that's how we met, and it's been a, a flourishing friendship ever since. I love it. For flourishing. Yeah, I remember that Cars game with Zaw. I also remember I went to his house, and he had these sweet lights on the wall. Like, they're like these weird, like, glow-in-the-dark lights. And he's like, Will, you gotta see these lights, man. And you, like, press them. And I was like, dude, what the freak? They're just lights. But they were actually, I mean, like, cool invention for when we were, like, like what, 2005 or something? <laughs> I don't know. Was oh, 2005. <laughs> Will would remember the lights on Zot's walls. I just remember it was funny because he was super stoked about him, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and then, uh, then I remember we played Wii, and he ate the nunchucks. <laughs> what? What does that even mean? You were a nunchuck muncher. <laughs> there was one day, one day, one day he got bored and bit off the nunchuck handle, and I was like, "Dude, what?" Yeah, my, my autism was early developed. 
Like, I don't know what I was doing. I was definitely munching. I don't know. I was a weird kid. Yeah, that was crazy. And then I remember we, uh, Pat and I, we played basketball together. And I remember thinking, like, dude, why is this kid wearing goggles? And why is, <laughs> why is his head so big? I remember thinking those two things. It's a great first impression. And then, yeah, and then, like, we just played hoops together. And then, yeah, it was, I don't even remember. But, yeah, seventh grade, I feel like. And then... I just remember he was way tall, and then, like, something happened. And um, then he wasn't tall anymore? No, nah, he was still super <laughs> tall, but he, like, something grew happened. too much. Oh, we played we day. played E3 together, and oh, he was yeah. just, he got his back broken, and that was when I started to have a little sympathy for the kid. Yeah. <laughs> poor guy. Poor guy. I was just, I was sad for him. I don't know. There's a lot of different things, but. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Our relationship is also, if I can remember, it was built upon, like, a lot of basketball and a lot of video games. Mm-hmm. That was, like, the biggest thing. That's a thing, classic boy relationship, I would biggest say. Biggest thing we do when we were little is just a whole lot of, like, Minecraft and stuff like that, like, zombies and a lot of a lot of sports. Yeah. Clash of Clans really brought us together. Clash of Clans. Yeah, we played a lot of Clash. Yeah. We're all clash. best Clashers. Do we you know. still Clash? I do. I was on it actually right before we started. <laughs> you got us right in. Yeah. I do I do a little bit. Uh, I got two accounts. I bought an iPad just for it. Wow. So. Dedicated Clash member. I just haven't been as dedicated member. lately as I should be. You know, things get busy, but it's in my heart. Yeah, I'm still on and off. Yeah. Depends. If I get bored, I'll get it. Redownloads. I'm like, I forgot about this game. Yeah. That happens to and then me. it takes over my life, so I'd get rid of it. <laughs> and they're like, this is stupid. It's hard. I'm it's a battle. And then two months later, you're like... Why haven't I been clashing this whole time? Preach that. That's me with Heyday. Like, I just Whoa. can't. Heyday. I love Heyday. Heyday's epic. What? It's the best. You would I, love Heyday. I'm on level 38. You know? I, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, Neither I do I. I don't know. We only know town halls. Yeah, we know town halls. Yeah. Same vibe, but with crops and animals. Hmm. I don't know. It, like, makes my OCD so happy when they're like, you have to make this thing, and then I have to go make this and this and this, and then I use all of it. It's great. I don't know. So these guys have crazy code. Like, they just talk, and I'm like, we have no idea what they're talking about. For example. A sniff? A sniff. They use the word toco. And grilled cheese means something that I'm still trying to figure out. Don't give You'll me that one. You'll never we know. You'll never know. We will know. We will find out one day. There's a lot. Lid. We love lids. lids. Love lid. Spiker. 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 Do. We do. say do a lot. Do. Do the do? Like do. Oh, like you got a bad do. Like a bad hair do. Uh, you know? Yeah. Or like a bad do is like a bad situation. Interesting. I got a do on my hands. That's like, I got a big situation <laughs> on my hands. Do yeah. do. Or, or for dance. <laughs> I don't know if we can go into all like the meaning of this yeah, we're not, podcast, we're not going to. but <laughs> we're not that would editing. take hours. Like, <laughs> just know, you know, like we're writing in code for a reason. We're probably yeah. like trying to get a good message across. But did you guys at one point in your friendship write a secret language? I mean, your code pretty much is, but we never needed to because the code always sufficed. Yeah. It was always deep <laughs> enough that like people never understood what we were saying. Yeah. So it was just like. We never we did. We didn't need to. We were going to write a song at one point, though, and it was really? like all in code, basically. Yeah, it was. That would be epic. Yeah, I still have lyrics on my phone somewhere. You really. should tell Wednesday to make it. Yeah, we should. We should. We should. <laughs> have we should, them we sing should it. finally make Because I bet we all have lyrics. We should probably make it. Yeah, probably have a lot sure. better bars now and like yeah. you know, some crazy stories. Because, yeah. yeah, like Tyler said, it was just story after story. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we were the only <laughs> people that would have understood the yeah. song. Oh, I'm sure. The only people. But somehow it would have been a banger. I would have been. Yeah. For sure. So, um, what is your guys' like oldest inside joke? 
I don't, this isn't really an inside joke. It's just kind of a funny memory that comes to mind. Like, I remember Zot and I were at youth conference, and <laughs> David Richter's sister was, like, our team lead. And we get in this room, and it was just, like, we're at this office building. And I don't remember what happened, but, like, she had to kick us out. Because what? we could not stop laughing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> there was no jokes being said. Well, and I just looked at each other. And like, literally laughed for probably thirty minutes for no reason. No, for no reason. Those are the best. This is a this is a random one, but I'm gonna throw it out there. And it's it's fitting because I'm wearing a bucket hat right now. But a bucket hat that doesn't fit his head, yeah, by the way. Doesn't fit me at all. It says grease. So. We had this, like, code word, like, Dirty Mike. <laughs> dirty Mike? Yeah, that was so one. our friend Carter bought this hat in seventh grade, and this is right when Terrible we... Terrible purchase. Uh, <laughs> it was a butt-ugly hat, and this was around the time we were starting to get into, like, girls and, like, mm-hmm. actually, like, kissing girls and stuff, and so we had this, we had this thing where, like, you had to kiss the girl, like, kiss a girl while wearing the hat... Oh my gosh! Yeah. And so we'd call like, "Are you gonna dirty Mike someone tonight?" Yeah. Where did the term "dirty Mike" come from? It was he Carlos. found it in like the corner. I think it was on the floor of the yeah. store in the corner, and it was like all dusty. It had like lint on it, and so he called it dirty. And then and then his coach, his football coach Mike Wright, would wear a bike hat. Oh my gosh! And so it just fit. fit dirty, the dirty Mike. The dirty Mike. That's funny. Yeah, we still have it. I want to talk to one of these girls that was that was kissed with one of you wearing the dirty mic. You'd be like, <laughs> well, our names are on the dirty yeah, mic. Yeah, you have to write we your name on it. <laughs> yeah, our signatures are all over that Before thing. or after you kissed in it? After. After, after for sure. That makes sense. That's funny. Yeah, the dirty mic was legendary. Cousin. And someone, someone may or may not have dirty mic'd on the way home from the store. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. <laughs> Don't look at me! <laughs> You're our master. Lex is our master. Master. Master Lex. I don't know. Do you guys have any funny stories, that things that you guys did as children? Well, there's a lot of them. It's hard to pick (laughs) because I feel like it's kind of just this Utah thing where you get into junior high and high school and you just get super bored. (laughs) So we have a large array of of uh, stories we could tell. I have one from when we were actually like really young. We were playing Minecraft on the phone and the iPad and the tablet. <laughs> were you guys iPad kids? Yeah. I mean, I with Minecraft, yeah. I put like doodle jump on my mom's iPad. Doodle jump's the best! Yeah, it goes hard. It was lit though and we were playing and I remember Landon and I's little brothers, Aff and Keaton, were playing and it was survival mode so like you had to build everything from scratch mm-hmm. and we saved up our gunpowder and built TNT. <laughs> And they built this sweet house, but oh it was over my. ice. And so then Genius. we we blew up the house, and then it, all, <laughs> it all went in the ice. <laughs> and it was just hilarious because they, they were super pissed. It was so funny. Oh my um, gosh! I don't remember. I just remember that was hilarious because they were really, really mad, and it was just that was like when we were really young, but oh. it was fun. My gosh. That's another cool part of our friendship. Tyler's an only child, but me, Will, (laughs) me, Will, and Jonah, our little brothers are all best friends. Yo. Second generation besties. Second generation, yeah. yeah. And Will's older brother and Jonah's older brother are best friends. What? So it's a long So it's just destined to be. Yeah, and also Will's little sister and Jonah's little sister are best friends. So it's a four... It's a four-way... Four-way makeup. (laughs) That's crazy. It's a four-by-four... Wow. Yeah. Family ties. You need to take awkward family photos. Have you done that? 
Because you should. I don't know if that's really our thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're too cool for that. We're just not family photo kind of people. Yeah, we don't really care about pictures. (laughs) Whatever. Okay, so how do you guys think you've been able to be friends for so long? Because sometimes, like, relationships grow and then they die and you just, people change and get different. But it's been 18 years, so how long have you, like, how have you been able to keep that going? I feel like we're all just super similar. Like we said at the beginning, like, we all were interested because we had similar interests video games, basketball, sports. Mm-hmm. And then we had so many experiences together. Like we've been through a ton together. Like we've traveled the world together. We've gone to like summer camps together. We've hung out like almost every night of high school together. Mm-hmm. It's like unbreakable. Like we have so many inside jokes, so many stories, so many memories. Like yeah. there's no stopping us. No stopping it. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I I would agree. And I think also too, it's like you get to a point where it's like, I feel like a lot of people like are so petty and they just like want what's best for them. But then you get to a point where you start like after you've done enough stuff with someone and you've had enough memories. So you start to care about them and you're like, okay, like I'm not going to let some little thing like let me be pissed off at them. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah, it might bug me for like 10 minutes, but like I'm not going to, you know, get up in arms over it. So I think that's the, another big thing is it's like, obviously like it's kind of like you get to that threshold and you're just like okay like obviously yeah they some of the stuff they do do bugs me but it's not like i really like like i the benefits always outweigh the yeah you know so do you guys ever have fights or fight over girls or like the same girl or anything not really not really no (laughs) fights ever no drama no like i couldn't tell you the last time we had like it's been a long That'd time. I can, I, can, I, can, I can drop some girls. names, but <laughs> it's been like, it's been definitely since like early high school. Yeah. 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 And what's been cool is um, like several of us have, you know, gone and like dated people, mm-hmm. but we always like stay strong to our friends no matter what. We've almost lost a couple people a couple times. A couple fallen soldiers yeah, along the way. Fallen soldiers close calls. Darn close. <laughs> um, nothing yet. And I think, honestly, we kind of joke about this, but once, like, one of us gets married, we're all just going to, like, we're all just going to get married and get bored. Like, we're done for. Yeah. We're going to want to be married with our friends. So. Yeah. One yeah. goes down, it's over. It's yeah. over. We know it. Your wives are going to hate you. She's like, I just want to hang out with the boys. you gotta get. You got to get a wife that's chill with... Oh, with boy time, yeah, that's bro must. time. It's a must. It's a must. And also the there are very few out there, but they are out there. <laughs> Another funny story. I remember we like in high school we had this super cool plan where it was like, all right, we're gonna go to college three years. We're not gonna care about like anything, and then the fourth year we'll get like, a little bit serious. <laughs> we're gonna go to school, or no, we're gonna go on missions, come back, all go to school together, and then first three years we don't care. Last year, okay, maybe we'll start to date girls a little bit, and then <laughs> oh my we'll gosh. start to be serious. Now, obviously, we haven't gone through with that, but sometimes <laughs> I, I think, like, man, maybe we should have stuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We also said we wanted to buy, like, a cul-de-sac. Yeah. <laughs> I think every friend group goes through that. I think so. I don't think that's super unique. But... Well, my friends, um, my friend... Maddie, Maddie Stewart, shout out. She moved to BYU, and I'm very upset about it. But we want to make our whole, like, we want to make a compound for when we all have kids. And we'll just, like, teach each other's kids things. So, like, Maddie will do the English. I'll do the creative arts. Izzy's going to do the science and nursing people. Like, someone, Reagan's going to do the history and geography and stuff like that. It's like, we've got it all. We've got it all covered. And we're all just going to live in a big compound, and it's going to be great. So... 
Oh, uh, sick. I would, uh, I don't know, the word compound kind of... <laughs> that does sound sketchy. Makes me think of like Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not a compound. Me, uh... Maddie, we're calling it a cul-de-sac. If you're listening to this, we're changing <laughs> the name. Cul-de-sac. 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 I want to I know, Abby and Lexi, what is your guys' favorite story we have? There, there's a lot of stories. Lots of, co- lots, lots of code that I still don't know. <laughs> this is true. Um, you might never know it. I think one of my favorite stories is the truck story. Pickaxe? Pickaxe, Pickaxe story. Oh, it's tough to beat. It's tough. It's tough. It's just like a, to tell the I feel like, one. I feel like it's pretty memorable. I think that needs to be something shared if you don't want to expose yourself. Well, share the pickaxe. Wait, wait. Don't I don't talk. know how much don't one talk. share because, like, this kind of this kind of like, yeah. this family lives close to you guys. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. This kid went to high school with you guys. Yeah, he did. Uh, we've never told you the name. And we're he, never going to. But never. we know that you know him. <laughs> okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk later. We won't take a lot of time, but we'll give like a quick summary of what happened. Because it, it's like a 50-minute story. Yeah, we, can, we can do long yeah. way short. We'll do a short-winded uh, story. Basically, we were... To start off... my So this... We had just had a previous run-in with the cops a few weeks prior. <laughs> what? We were going, <laughs> Jonah and I were driving together to my house. We were planning on playing NCAA, which plenty of stories about that, but um, we'll have NCAA. We're going to play, and Zot said, no, I'm not coming to play. But we know he's sleeping at his house. <laughs> and we had a pickaxe in the back of my trunk from when my brother bought it at the DI or something like that. And then we're like, dude, let's get the pickaxe out and let's go knock on Zot's window with it. We go knock on his window. We're like, dude, come play NCAA. He jumps out the window after a little bit of persuasion. <laughs> then we go up and the car's gone. What? One of our friends had stolen it. Then she comes back with the car. Or no, not the car, the car keys. She comes back. We get the keys. Then one of our other friends calls us and says, yo, this dude's at the golf course. And he, this guy had been, our friend worked at the golf course. He had seen this guy with his mistress there night in and night out what we're like sweet vigilante time here we go (laughs) so we head over we go once we mess with them a little bit and they're doing the unspeakable and next thing you know then we go we leave we get away after they start to chase us we get away then we're like let's go back we go back and then we get out one of us opens the door to mess with them and has a pickaxe in his hands. <laughs> Idiots. And then we're like, guys, let's go. We start gunning, and they're right on our tails. And we're in the, the blue Tacoma. We had always dreamed of this moment, a high-speed <laughs> chase. And we had genuinely, we had Red talked about it auto. several times. Like, guys, what happens when this happens? Like, get on I-15 South. We're going oh, to St. George. My gosh. <laughs> And finally, we had that moment. It was like, it was in our hands and we we're doing it. And we're like, we kind of drive around our neighborhoods for a little and they're like, all right, get on I-15 South. We get there and then we're going and one of our friends is like, no, no, take I-80 East to Park City. And we, I'm like, dude, yeah, Park City would be great. We got the unit up there. <laughs> we can get up there. We can get run up the ski resort if we need. And right keep in mind, I'm in the back of the truck what this entire time. This? 
Yeah, or you can October. Okay. October. October. Okay. I don't know what month this is. But yeah, Will Will is in the truck bed at this point, and we are on the freeway? down yeah. the freeway. Oh my Will, god! Will's hanging the pickaxe out of the trunk. Why? Covering the license plate, <laughs> so the guy behind can't see. What? So that's just just picture that. Yeah. Just picture that for us. What? And next thing you know, it starts raining. One of our friends says, "All right, get off of this exit. It's near Sugar House." But we get—he gets us off at one exit too early. He goes, "I know these roads like the back of my hands, guys. My cousins live around here." Gets off. Oh shoot! This is the wrong exit. Idiot. Idiot. <laughs> one of our friends—he, the one who's driving—he's running red lights, running stop signs, and then we lose—we lose this couple who's been following us, and we're like, "We're home free." And keep in mind, my phone had died. I told my mom we're going to play NCAA. She is. Like, I'm sure I'm at 10, 15 missed calls at this point. Like, oh my god, We're done. But I'm like, dude, we just got to get away. Like, we just got to go. And so then, and we're turning on to I-80 East to get to Park City. And next thing you know, three sirens. Wee, wee, wee. What? And no. the, our hearts just dropped, man. <laughs> we just couldn't take it. Oh, my gosh. And then the police, you know, they come up and they're like, Hands up! Hands up! Get out of the back of the truck! You're kidding me. Keys on the dash! Keys yeah. on the dash! They're like chewing us out. Like they were, they were like. Wait, how old were you? Seventeen. You're seventeen. Okay. So a couple of us had just turned eighteen. Yeah. And the cops let us. The cops don't know. They let us know we were eighteen. Oh my gosh. So it was. They ended up like interrogating every one of us. Yeah. And like. This is not real. No, it was. This can't be real. And w- what was crazy is. So this guy, we knew who he was, and like we knew what he was doing right. That's why we're messing with him. And he wouldn't come and like talk to us. Mm-hmm. Like he told the cops what happened, but he didn't tell all of it. And we told the cops, and like they laughed and they thought it was funny, but they're like, "You guys can't be doing this. Like <laughs> this is super inappropriate." Oh. Yeah. yeah. When we pulled over, it was our car, and then like the three or four cop cars. I think a couple more came. And then the dude's car. And he didn't get out. He just stayed way back there. Weird. He's a coward. What a weenie. Uh, he wouldn't come and talk to us. He wouldn't meet us face to face. Yeah, no face to face. Next thing you know, well, I mean, they pull us all out, but they pull me out first and they <laughs> say, hands in the air. They throw me down on the side of the road and it starts to rain. I'm in shorts and a hoodie. I still remember it was my Carolina hoodie. <laughs> and I was like, this is terrible. It was cold, rocky, and it's like 1 a.m. And I'm just thinking my mom is going to kill me. I don't care, what the, I don't care what the police say. I don't care. Yeah. But Emily, lawyer, <laughs> Benyon, Evans, I know what's coming. It's over. Hammer's coming down. <laughs> the hammer. And next thing you know, I'm, I'm sitting there. I put my hands in my little hand warmer pocket of my sweatshirt. And the cops go, hey, hands up, hands up. I'm like. Dude, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Eventually, while all my friends are in the car, they say, to all the 18-year-olds particularly, Man, you guys are lucky you're not playing with the big boys tonight. You guys are lucky you're not playing with the big boys in jail. And they keep saying that to try and scare us. And they're like, man, you guys are so lucky some of you are 17. So lucky. And the cops are just not being the nicest dudes. And next thing you know... I look up from my point of view and my friends just drive away. What? And I'm like, You're lying. Are you kidding me? <laughs> You're kidding me. Yeah. The cops came to the car and said, All right, you guys are good to go. 
You're gonna go, pal. About, like, well, what about you're gonna go? What? So we're sitting out there on the ground. They pretty much forced us to leave, and we we had to leave. Right, we had to leave like, at one thirty in the morning. Will. Yeah, we had to leave our Don't best care. friend in the pouring rain <laughs> on the side of I eighty East. East, East, eastbound, eastbound. <laughs> Haunts me every time I drive by, man. But <laughs> next thing you know, the cop he throws me in the back of the cop car. Takes me to Salt Lake Running Co. A few no streets over. No way. Go, gets on the freeway, drives around, gives me about a 15-minute speech. Hey, man, you just can't be doing this. I know you guys are trying to do a noble thing, but <laughs> you just can't be doing this, man. Like, da-da, you're, I mean, you're going to end up in jail. You're not going to be able to go to college. You're not going to be able to... I'm sure you you probably want to go on a mission, da-da, all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm not really paying attention. I'm thinking about meeting Emily in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> and we get to the parking lot... And it's my mom and my stepdad in the car, and my mom's in the front seat. Wait, is she driving? And no, my stepdad was driving, and the cop gets me out. My stepdad, so I get in the car. The cop walks me to the car. I get in, and my stepdad says, "All right, I'm gonna step out and talk to the officer for just a second. He knew exactly what was coming. Oh no! And my mom is not a cusser. <laughs> <laughs> But man, <laughs> she turns around. She turned into think a about, sailor. I mean, it's two a.m. You know, she's probably or maybe two thirty at this point, <laughs> and she's like, "Get your shit together, Will. <laughs> What's wrong with you?" And I had never like heard my mom swear in my life up until that point, and I was like, "Oh, oh my, my god!" And man, let me tell you, that was probably the longest ride on I-15 North back in Iowa <laughs> I've ever taken. <laughs> <clears throat> oh my and gosh! Then you know, a couple weeks of grounding and losing my phone and a few other privileges. You know, we papered through it nicely, but and we're here. Yeah. But man, it was rough. Yeah. But a great experience. That's crazy. Yeah. Did you guys get in trouble with the cops at all? Like anything on your records or anything? Someone did. <laughs> yeah, I did. I had to pay. I think it was five hundred bucks, and then do some community service. I wasn't mad. Like, I probably deserved it. It was more the fact that I got penalized and none of my friends <laughs> yeah, did. Yeah, wait, why? None of them. Was, was it because you were in the back? He was the guy that had the pickaxe in his hand. Yeah, he's the one that had the pickaxe. But Jonah didn't even get a speeding ticket. Yeah. He was running <laughs> through reds in Salt Lake. It was, oh. it was bad. And flying on I-15, yeah. bobbing and weaving with Will in the trunk. We had the back window open. And Will was co- having call-outs. Like, left, left, left. Oh my Hard gosh. Play. So we're trying to shake him, but we couldn't shake him. That is so funny. Yeah, Joe got in like no trouble about yeah. his dragon. We should recreate this and make a movie out of it. We'd love nothing more. That would be awesome. Let's go back to Eaglewood Golf Course. We might yeah. find our boy. Plus, Yo. Uh, your boy. Thursday night, last tea time. <laughs> <laughs> might, might find him. Bottle smearing off. Yeah. <laughs> He's there. Yeah. But yeah, moral of the story. Should have taken I-15 south to St. George. More of a story, wear your seatbelt. No, let me tell you the moment. Don't have a pickaxe. So we got away the first time. We got away perfectly fine. And we went back. We double dipped. Never We, we got prideful and we wanted we wanted this to happen. We wanted to get the chase and uh, no, bit us in the butt, to say yeah. the least. Double tap, but don't double dip. Yeah, for sure. That's that. so funny. So that's the pickaxe story. No, I love the story. That's about as short of a version as we could do. And then just one last thing to wrap it up. So my mom, she gave me my phone back, I think, on Monday. This happened on like a Friday night or something. Because 
I needed it for school. And <laughs> I my phone was blown up with like hundreds of oh, texts and sure. Snapchats like well, there's like most of the people are like, dude, that's so sick. Like, that's such a sick story. Da, 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 all this stuff. And then a couple people are like, hey, man, you okay? <laughs> but most people are like, dude, not nice job, man. That's <laughs> and I was like, well, it's not that hilarious with the punishments I got. You know what I'm saying? You want to funny be? for you guys. But... I don't think you were at school the next day, huh? I don't think so. Oh. We didn't see you or hear from you. <laughs> Can't show my face yeah. around this. Everyone will for seventy-two hours for sure. Yeah. yeah, and everyone was grilling us at school. Like, where's Will? Is he okay? We're like, we don't know. We <laughs> Will's don't know. dead. Yeah, he could have been dead for all we know. That's buck wild. Completely buck wild. Shall we start talk about jumpstarting your dreams? Maybe give him give him some background on sniffs. Okay. Tell, yeah. tell the people this what sniffs is. The world must know. <laughs> so, this is kind of what like. We're like, like sniffs, first of all. So what we do, we sell scented baseball and softball glove conditioner. Um, and, uh, it's kind of a niche thing. No one really does it, but it's, uh, going pretty well so far. So it's exciting. So Jonah and I were listening to this podcast about spike ball and how it got started. And then Lex, we were talking with her and we were like, we should be on your podcast. And she was like, oh, I'd love to have you guys, you know, just being a gracious host and, what can I and then, say? And then we talked about it a little bit, and we want to talk about it a little. It was like, with jumpstarting your dreams, like, we had always had a dream. We'd always talked about, like, oh, let's just start a business and be, you know, millionaires, whatever. And I'm not saying that's going to happen. I I mean, it's very, very hard, and it takes a lot of work. But I think even just the experience is just something that's super cool for us and super fun because it allows us to just, you know, see all the hard work, but also, like, a lot of people, they talk about it after the fact, but like, it's fun to talk about it while it's happening because you're like, okay, like, yeah, we might fail. We might fall short, but like, what better way is there to live than at least trying? So I think that's been the, my favorite part is it's like, yeah, maybe we'll be out of business in a year, maybe, but if like, like if we are, at least we tried, like I'd much rather would have that. It's like, and the credit belongs to us because we're actually trying, you know. And there's so many people who talk about doing it, but there's so few who actually do something. Mm-hmm. So I think that's um, one of my favorite parts is just knowing that we're actually, like, trying and doing it even though we don't really know what we're doing. <clears throat> yeah, that's super sick. So, Will, we had a little, little chat about the podcast before we wanted to record, and he told me just the whole story of how Sniffs came to be. And it was cool because his friend owned it and wanted to sell it to him. And he's like, I'll give you this amount. And we'll sit up all night thinking about it. He's like, I have to do this. And if I don't, I would be a complete idiot. And I thought that was really cool. How like they've always talked about owning something, owning a little business company thing. And they just jump started it, even though they have no idea what direction it's going to take. And so I was thinking about that and like how so many things we all want to do something with our lives, but we don't really know where to start. But like, it doesn't matter where you start. You just have to, take a step in the right direction. Like go make yourself a website, go make yourself an Instagram, like get yourself out there and then try your hardest to just get yourself out there and like start those dreams going. I think it's super fun. Cause like anyone that knows us, it's like five of the goofiest dudes that you'll ever meet. True and story. like when you hear us five around a company, like if you know us, your first thought would just be to like laugh, like no way. But like, it's been fun. Cause even like one of our business meetings, and for the first, like, five minutes, we'll just be cracking up, 
chatting, having jokes. Is it hard to get down to business? <laughs> Not really. That's the thing. Is like we're super goofy dudes and have a good time, but like we take care of business. Yeah. And so that's been fun to see that side of each other and like do this together. Yeah. Is we're having so much fun while we're doing it, but also we're five dudes that can get stuff done and mm-hmm. take care of business and make things happen. Mm-hmm. So. And you're still so young, so like if nothing comes of it, or if, maybe if it does skyrocket, then you're super young kids who have this crazy business selling glove shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And we're going to have fun while we do it. Yeah. That's all, that's all we know. It's sick. Um, I think what got me into the idea of sniffs, um, if you know me, I'm not like one to take like a ton of like risks or anything like that like I want to one day like own my own company I don't have like this super big like spirit of wanting to create new things so when Will kind of brought it to me the what what sold me is when he was talking about just getting experience from it that's like the biggest thing because we're all unpaid we just do it to to gain experience and to gain skills which I thought was a really good proposition from Will and so as we've been going about this, um, it's been fun to just tackle problems together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have, like, some people we know and some resources, but ultimately it's, like, up to us mm-hmm. to try to solve this stuff. And so we've been able to gain some uh, cool skills and, like, learn a lot about running a business just... By doing it. Yeah, by literally doing it. Sitting down and saying, okay, we have to figure this out. Like, how do I mail these to people? Yeah. And you have to go literally. figure it out. <laughs> It's awesome. Straight up. An investment in your future. Yeah. And I think the, the my like favorite part about it is when we were younger, I don't remember who came up with it, but it was like that kid's a sniff or something. Like and it means like like it depends on the context, but it could mean like, oh, he's like a weirdo, or like, oh, that kid is like crazy or he's funny or whatever. Like it just kinda depends. Like you just know what it means when you hear it, when you know the person. Mm-hmm. Then the fact that the business was named Sniffs and my friend offered me to buy it, it was just a, <laughs> it's a gift. Too good. It was too good to be true, and it was a gift from God. I was like, man. <laughs> and I think the other thing, too, is, like, the more I think about it, the more I'm, like, I never, like, I asked people about buying I asked people, like, what their thoughts were, and they were like, look, if you're in it for the money, like, it's not, like, a good thing, but if, like, not and not necessarily that it can't make money, but they're like, don't start it for the money. Do it because you want to have that experience, and if it goes well, it goes well. But like, it will teach you more. There, one of my friends said he said, uh, an ounce of your own experience will teach you more than ten thousand hours of in a classroom. And I think that's the biggest thing is like, in anything, whether it's sports, school, or whatever, like you have to go and do like do have the experience like. You have to go and compete in whatever. You have to go to different things because, like, you can sit and learn about something all you want, but you have to actually experience it to really know. And I think that was, like, the coolest thing. And um, so, yeah, it was just kind of what brought me into it, what made me want to do it is, like, I, like, the learning and just the growing and, like, honestly the failure, too, because I know the failure is going to happen in a lot of ways. So That's sweet. Um, what advice do you guys have for people that are trying to like jumpstart, kickstart their dreams into doing anything, not even just a business, but just doing something with their lives? Any advice you guys have? I would say don't rush and don't panic 
I think that our generation has a tendency, especially here in Utah, to be like very rushed into um, making choices. And so I think that you shouldn't be panicked if you, you know, go through college and you don't know what you're going to do or you you're working in a job and you don't love it right off the bat. It's not the end of the world. Don't mm-hmm. panic. Don't rush. It's going to be all right. You're going to find something you love. You're going to find your dream eventually. Just don't freak out is essentially my biggest advice. That's awesome. I'd say surround yourself with great people. I'd say two things, but that's my first one. Um, like, for example, with Sniffs. So I feel like everything in life is just about the people and the relationships you build. Like Sniffs, mm-hmm. yeah, if money comes, sick. Yeah, if experiences come, sick. But at the end of the day, it's about the relationships. Like us five best friends get to spend quality time together. For example, in like two or three weeks, we're going to St. George for a baseball tournament to sell our product and hang out in St. George together. That's so I wouldn't cool. trade that for the world. Yeah. And that's what, and not just us five, but like the relationships you make through business, people you meet. Yeah. As you do business, it's just all about the people. Um, I'd say surround yourself with people that support you, no matter how crazy your dream is or how out there it is. If you have people that support you, whether they're helping you with it or they're just there for moral support, mm-hmm. you'd need people that are on your team, like in your corner. Um, so that'd be my first biggest one, I would say, because life's not fun to attack by yourself. True. Uh, but my second thing is something we always preach is just pull the trigger. Yeah, totally. You just got to make it happen. Just pull the trigger, take the leap. And that's something we've learned through, like, like we love to travel. Mm-hmm. If anyone knows us, we love it. Oh, and these guys pull the freaking trigger. <laughs> we like, pull that we trigger. We just bought tickets to Switzerland. I'm like, what? <laughs> we pull it. And because, like, you can talk about stuff, you can dream about stuff, but nothing's going to happen until you pull the trigger. True. And so whether that's something like a vacation or whether that's starting a business or whatever your dream is, like, just pull the trigger. That's epic. I love that. Yeah, I would just kind of just second what Pat said. Like, I think, well, and I mean, obviously what Landon said as well, but like, I love the concept of like pulling the trigger. And I love this quote and like, not to wax religion on anybody, but miracles like happen in the action. And I think everything like in life, like it's fun to talk. And I'm probably a bigger dreamer than anybody. Like, I'm always like, oh, let's buy this minivan and like, (laughs) you know, put a couch in it or something. I'm always thinking about these like weird things, you know, or I'm always like, dude, well, what if we went to this place like and stayed with these people and did this? Or I'm always just like thinking about like, like I can't sit still like genuinely in class. I'm like, like I'm I have a little, to leave. I'm like a little worried. I'm like, I think I have like some ADHD or ADD, but like, I'm always like, Oh, well, like what about this or that or that? Mm-hmm. And just like thinking of these like weird ideas and like no one's a bigger dreamer than me, but like, everything good you have to start with like a certain action right you have to just like just do something like you're never and i think the thing i always say to people like in anything is like you'll never regret like very 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 rarely will you regret doing something but a lot of times you will regret not doing something like for example myself and this is like just as a kind of an interesting high school example but like one of my biggest regrets is not playing football but I don't think I would have regretted it for one minute if I did play. Mm-hmm. Like, even though it would have been hard, it would have taken a lot of time, whatever, whatever. I don't, I would not have regretted it. And so I think that's just kind of like one of the biggest principles is like, I doubt you're going to regret going on a trip with your friends. Like, yeah, you might lose a little bit of money, but like, I doubt you'll regret going on a trip with your friends to wherever, right? True. I 
highly doubt you'll regret that, but I think there's a very high chance you'll regret not doing things. Like, you don't want to look back at, like, when you're on your deathbed and have those kind of, like, dreams and be like, oh, man, I wish I would have done X, Y, Z. Like, mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Just, like, just yeah. don't live it, like, with regret. Like, just make sure you're just doing fun stuff and miracles happen in the action. Yeah. Figure out what you want and go for it. That's yep. sweet. Something I always think about is, like, um, oversaturation in a certain, yeah, market or something. I don't know. Just oversaturation. Like, for example, I want to be a videographer, but I'm like, there are so many out there and everyone is so good and so amazing. So why should I start? But then it's like, well, why shouldn't I start? Cause maybe for some reason I'm better than one person or I can be more creative than this other person. So like, it's so stressful to me. Cause I'm like, why would I want to continue to fill that market? But it's like, why not just try? Because then I do nothing with my life if I don't do it. So that would be my advice in kind of jumpstarting your dreams. Just pick what you want to do and pull the trigger. One of the shout-outs? <clears throat> yeah, I just want to shout-out uh, Mr. Wetz and uh, Joe as well. Shout-out Joe, shout-out S5, shout-out Burrito, shout-out Af, Newell, Chateau, shout-outs. Stebbies. Shout out Stebbies. Shout out Stebbies. Shout out Alan. Um, shout out Emily for pulling out the PS3 on the game of the year. <laughs> what? Just one last story and then we'll let you guys know. Oh, we'll wrap up with this one. This, this is a good one. Classic. First of all, don't be offended if you don't be upset if you don't know what any of those words meant because I did not. So. Continue I mean, story. I don't even think I'm the right one to tell it. I think Zot has got to tell it. Zot, sure. I'd love to, you know. <laughs> having uh, partaken in this great and, memory. And Emily being kind of your second mom. I mean, I yeah, think you, for real. it's only right that <laughs> so, you tell it. So, I'll be, I'll be brief because we've been here forever, but um, in high school we play NCAA football 14 a lot. Mm. And uh, yeah. we do it like a little weird. We do two versus two, which isn't normal for that game. It was me and Carter versus Will and Jonah. And it was best of 100 games. Oh, my God. <laughs> so 101. 101. And so we we did our senior year, and we were, like, 25 games deep. And we did, like, funny rules. Um, anyway, so there's, like, a random Tuesday. Random Tuesday night. And, and it was um, competitive. Yeah, really competitive. <laughs> I think the games, the, the teams were, like, Florida and Louisville. Some yeah. good... Some and- good Keep in mind, the series was like 13-12 at this point. Like, it was neck and neck. It was a nail-biter, all right? <laughs> and so, this game, the game of the year, let me tell you. The game, the points were in the 70s at this point, and it's in, like, quadruple overtime. And once you get to quadruple overtime, you have to go for two every time. Nerve-wracking. I mean, we're playing. It's probably, like, 130 right now. And... Will's mom had been yelling at us for a long time to go, like to to go to bed, and Will's mom goes to bed super early, and so um, she like we could hear her voice upstairs like, "Well, <laughs> go to bed, go to bed," and we just couldn't shut it off because it's the game of the year. I mean, it was so, we were having so much fun, just screaming. Clutch plays on the stretch, chokes, and um, so then it's in quadruple overtime, and I think it was tied at this point, and we hear Will's dogs, like, 
his collar. His dog tag. His yeah. dog tag like jingled on the stairs. And we're like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Emily has come. She's finally oh, come no. down. So at this point, she's fallen asleep and waking back up. That's so dangerous she, though. She's super mad. Mom. She's super mad. And she's like, <laughs> we look behind us and she's marching down in her robe. <laughs> and we just kept no! playing. We, we just, just kept, kept playing. playing. Like, do or, di- do or die right now. And she's like, well, she's yelling at us and we're not looking at her. We're, we're just focusing on the game and we start laughing because <laughs> we're just trying to focus. And she's like, well, turn it off. And she's like yelling at us walking. And she walks from the back of the room to the front and pulls the PlayStation out of the wall. No! Like, not the cord. Like, the whole box. The whole box. Just pulls it, yeets it. It, at like, 2 a.m., game of the year. We'll never know who won the game. It ended up crashing. We were devastated. Upset of the year. It was so... It was bad. And then, the worst part, this is funny, but it was bad... Emily was, like, looking at us after she just did the deed that she did. Staring you down. Staring you down, and she's like, well, and, like, yelling at us, you gotta go home! <laughs> and um, we're, we just start laughing at her. We just laugh oh at her. Oh, my gosh! Because <laughs> the situation was hilarious. And, and keep in mind, she's in her robe, and it's 2 a.m. on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Like, got school in the morning. We got school <laughs> in got, the morning. Literally, and, like, yeah, we got to be up in four and a half hours. And also, Tyler's just there. He's not even playing. He just loves to watch. <laughs> I mean, ultimate spectator. Incredible. Yeah. And so that was a, it's one of the best memories we had. Like, we're waiting for the new game to come out so we can restart the series. Because we'll never know who would have won. I mean, it's one of the but greatest what ifs. But you didn't continue. No, we didn't play you after didn't that. didn't get to 100 games. We never played after that, I don't think. Anyway. What? One of, the, one of our, our favorite stories. That's yeah, game of the year. Game of the year. Well, guys, it's been a wonderful time. Wonderful. Thanks I've loved having you. One last shout out. I just want to shout out to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to our CBO, Maury. Just want to shout her out. She's Louise. Oh my god. Just thankful, <laughs> thankful for. Her. All right, we're gonna end it there. Yeah, we're gonna wrap up right there. Thank you. We're gonna wrap up there, ladies and gentlemen. Don't be a dry sponge. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>